3: Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, y'all, I'm Julie. Hi
4: there, I'm Brenda. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side.
3: Now, y'all need to know that we are obsessed with everything on the other side.
4: Yes, we are, because once you learn to navigate the energetic, or to some, the invisible world, Life is going to be more fun and much more serene.
3: Uh, heck yes, it can. Because let's be honest, Brynn, Earth School is hard. In fact, you taught me that. Let's crush Earth School together. Well, hello, everybody. We are back with uh, the unfolding. (laughs) The unfolding of part two. Angie's part
4: two. Of
3: Angie's, what she's going to encounter. I did not expect this. So expect the unexpected, everybody, and receive it with an open heart. You are listening for a reason, and do not forget.
4: Thanks, everybody, for your compassion and for your openness to learn how this applies to you, right? Because as my elf said, there's a reason you're listening.
3: You bet there is. Here we go. Without further ado, part two.
4: she wants to be really clear that she never intended for you to have any harm from her from her actions from uh, her passing she she couldn't she couldn't figure out any other way forward you know that she was very trapped right
1: i don't know that i know what you mean by that
4: she's saying um i'm asking her to give it to me in a different way and she's saying that her early departure was was never about you right she she didn't mean for it to harm you to um create trauma for you um to leave you without without an adult who could care for you emotionally? Um, I feel like your father cared for you physically and and maybe even t- intellectually, like tried to support your intellectual and professional pursuits, right. but not emotionally. That wasn't that wasn't his gift. you understand? Yeah, I do. <laughs> he kind of, yeah. He just she, she's showing me he just flatlines there, right? And I'm assuming there was tension in the marriage. Are you aware of that?
1: Um, not till after.
4: Okay. That makes sense. Um, and again, this is a little bit on her. So like you somewhere learned to not prioritize your emotional, um, expression and care. And I feel like she did the same until she couldn't anymore. You understand? Right. Yeah. So that's what I would say about that. Does that, does that help dimensionalize what she's talking about? Yes. Okay. Do you have any questions for her?
1: I just hope that at the end that, because none of us were there. that she knows that I would have never left.
4: You understand that she needed you to leave, right? That was the plan. That was always the plan. Because she couldn't have exited in the way she needed to if, with if you had been there. Does this
1: make
3: sense to you? Angie uh, Margaret, my mom did the same thing. She kept she would not go until I left, and she needed me to go so she for could her leave. To go so she yeah. could leave because she couldn't take it. Yeah. Um, she kept fighting it because I was and I would not leave her side, and until I left, that was her opportunity. Yeah, I think that's what you mean. Is that right, Bren?
4: It's well, they have to organize their energy in a specific mm-hmm. way to leave.
1: But she wasn't. She
4: wasn't sick. There's another component here that's very different from Margaret's exit, right? I just need to make sure I have permission from her to share this whole story. Okay, I don't know what the details are, um, but um, the impression is. That things were pretty dire for her personally in the marriage in a way, and and she was smart enough to make sure that no one would understand what she that she chose to leave. But she had help with the hospital staff. There was someone, I'm not saying it was part of her care unit, but she knew someone and that she, there was uh, an assisted there was an assisted end of life situation.
3: Didn't you suspect something, though?
1: Um, We we suspected that there was foul play, but we never suspected that there was something that she did.
4: I will ask again, but I think it was... I, I want to be clear that it wasn't something that was premeditated, but my impression is whatever the situation was that put her in the hospital also put her on a path of being dependent upon your father when she returned. And that was something that she couldn't face.
1: Okay.
4: There was more like a, it could have been a desperate moment an opportunity that came up and it it wasn't premeditated. It wasn't like, okay, we're going to plan this elaborate thing that puts me in the hospital. It wasn't like that.
1: It was an opportunity.
4: It was an opportunity.
3: We all get to choose, right? Mm -hmm. You know, when you live lots of lives, we go out lots of different ways.
4: All, all kinds of ways and you know actions have consequences and sometimes in the moment you make desperate choices that you would never make again under any other circumstance
3: is that what she's communicating Bren?
4: she's saying to say it to say it now to say it out loud in today's where well, there are so many options including rehab centers that they didn't have back in the day she said it makes no sense But in the moment when what was required, it never would have worked for me. It it would have felt the same to her, right, as dying.
1: That makes me sad that she was living that way. And I didn't
4: know. It makes her very happy that you didn't know. She said you were thriving, right? As this teenager with teenage regular (laughs) angst and, you know, flurries and drama. Right. (laughs) But you were doing exactly what you were supposed to be doing.
2: A new season of Bridgerton is here.
0: Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast.
3: You know, and she, I think from an age standpoint, you know, this is um, a thing about generations too, right? Like they, there wasn't that type of communication that existed. Mm. I mean, it, I, I would have been shocked, Angie, if you would have known how she was feeling. I mean, there's like, how much do we actually really know about how our parents felt about stuff growing up in the 70s? True. 60s, 70s, right? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> we knew Nothing. Yeah. And that's exactly how they wanted it.
1: Were they even people?
3: <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> no. They were AI. We had AI yeah. parents.
4: <laughs> right? They didn't have names. They were just mom and dad. <laughs> you know? No, they were
3: guest E1J G. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. So I know this is a lot to take in, um, but do you are there any questions that would be helpful to hear from her? I want to be really clear for her. Right? This isn't me. This is her. The reason you need to know this now is so that you can start healing. Without this information, you couldn't begin your journey. Yeah. Otherwise, there would be no reason in the world to share this with you, except your mind, that is so smart, is always searching. What if? What happened? Why did why? What was missed? What happened? Right? Without this piece, you wouldn't move forward. And you would so therefore there's no reason to begin the journey. And that's where you've been stuck for decades. So this is why it is essential right now for you to begin this journey.
3: Do you mind if I jump in for a second? No. So Angie can process a little bit and I'll just talk for a second. Um, and I'm gonna come clean with the audience, is that Angie and I've been friends for 45 years. Um, we lived uh, around the corner from one another, and uh, I knew her mother quite well. Um, I actually could describe what their living room looked like, what their back porch looked like. I can tell you, I could see her father today and tell you exactly. I'd run into him like, oh my God, I'm Mr. Palmer. <laughs> um, and uh, and this was, um, you know, as, a, as growing up, one of the most traumatizing events that I can I can point to. And the trauma was really for Angie for this. And as um, I have grown and we have kept in touch really more in the last probably 10 years than uh, you know the prior 10. Um, and uh, with all the grieving I have done, <laughs> I think that um, I think I'm a professional griever. Um, I do it quite well and quite deep and quite long, um, that, um, I think I was hoping this was an opportunity, um, you know, uh, to help my friend, um, experience the same pain actually, because that's what it feels like, um, to get to the other side of it because the other side of it, it's still there. You learn to live with it, but I'm going to tell you it is glorious. And the truth is how we get there. And facing it is how we get there.
4: Yeah. And, and it, it doesn't feel like that in the moment. It, it, it hurts so bad right when you dive in.
3: And please give her mom a hug for me too while you're at it because <laughs> I loved her mom too.
4: Yeah. She's an incredible woman. She's yeah. Inc- yeah. She's incredible. Just She um, was
3: tough cookie.
4: Just and smart like you, oh. and, and you know, really. I
3: uh, yeah. told
1: Julie I didn't. I didn't realize how many people she touched till her funeral.
3: Mm. Filled it yeah. up, right? Filled up the church. Getting to the church on time. Yep. Mm.
4: Mm. A little too early, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way too but, early. Yeah. yeah. Um. Look, this is, the, the, the reason I asked about meditation, the, I mean, she asked about meditation, but the reason I asked about, like, are you keeping it up is because I actually feel like you, you have a, a great sense of intuition and that you will be able to feel her presence. But you have to keep up your meditation practice and it has to be every day.
3: Okay. Angie, tell Brenda what I gave you last night.
1: Um, she gave me some beads. Can't remember. A camera yeah yeah and the
4: prayer. make sure and you the wear prayer. that yes. when, when when you meditate <laughs> yeah because those beads are they're magic
1: <laughs> <laughs> i could feel they're them already i held them the whole way home
4: yeah you you you've got it going on for sure so all right this is from your mom okay not me um but are you dating yes Okay. Are you? And you um, so you've had someone in your life for a while.
1: Um, a little while. Yeah, about a year. Yeah.
4: Okay. So, still, still new by her standards. Right. <laughs> um, so you've got to be able to share this with your new love, right?
1: Yes. <laughs> yep. That was a great hesitation. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that <laughs>
4: transparency.
1: Um. <clears throat> But that's good to know because it it was something I wasn't sure that
4: this is what she's saying. Um, You always have to underestimate the gift the gift you are in any situation, and because this is your this is she's really emphasizing this. This is your freaking chance at at love this time around, and I didn't get that chance, and I didn't trust. The way you are showing up and trusting, but you're not trusting fully. You're not sharing the treasure you are fully. This is not a time to hide. If that's going to blow up the relationship, blow it up fast so okay. you can get another bite at the apple. <laughs> okay, saying you have to share fully. This is not a time to hold back.
1: Okay.
4: Okay, and it doesn't mean that you know they have to get it right away. They can get used to it. You know, whatever. But if it's a game changer, change the game then. <laughs> Don't hold back, because you are all that. You are worth any inconvenience, any mind scramble, and you're like, are you kidding me with this? Um, you are worth all of that. Does someone embrace and go, okay, that's your journey. I'm, I'm going to honor you, and let me know how what feels like support. Like, that's the only acceptable answer.
1: I will take that to my heart.
4: Other than, are we going to a seance? You know, <laughs> like something like
1: that. Yeah.
4: yeah. Again, your mom's just badassery, (laughs) you know, she's, she is a take She really is. Yeah, she really is. Which is why I think um, the information that you got today is so shocking, right? No one would have expected that. No one needs to know that except you. Okay. You need to know that for you. If this was not going to be healing to you, if this was not going to advance you through your school journey, she would never have shared it. But nothing, you wouldn't you wouldn't tolerate or be able to process anything less than the truth.
2: Right. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile... Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday.
0: Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave,
5: Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport, and me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
3: Mm, I see you twirling your little magical I, just, I am sorry. Rod. I, just have a I just have a question. I know. I her. love that. I love your divining rod. It's amazing. Do you see her twirling that? Witchy tools. Witchy tools are good. (laughs) Witchy tools are great.
4: Okay. Okay, Okay, I just want to make sure one more time. All right. So she just showed me something and then I wasn't really exactly sure what I was seeing. So I need to clarify that with her. Um, Because this is not this part is not my lane. But I, I want to She's saying this is not a disclaimer, and that there were um, there's heavy medication in the in how things played out. Like she personally was on some, I'm assuming pain meds. So, yeah, yeah, that's all. Um, Again, any questions for you or for your mom? From you. And there's no pressure. Like, you don't you don't have to ask any questions. You know, if it's just like enough, that's
3: fine. They can also trim the silence. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Prudaya, the, the engineers are genius. <laughs> Does she have any advice for her girls? That's my question. Yeah. If you want that one, Angie, I'm going to yeah. feed it to you. That one.
4: The girls are perfect. She says, you just have to give them a space to find their way. That's all. She goes, you, you think you have to find everyone's answers and deliver deliver the solution. That's not your job for them right now. It was at some one point, but now it's really just a matter of supporting them on their journey because they're going to find out what works for them and what doesn't multidimensionally, like they're in a couple couple layers, couple levels. And it's just affirm firm, they're making their best choices. I mean, unless you have more information, but for the most part is they have to build their own Your muscles here, right? And she says you have such beautiful relationship with them. So I'm trying. You're doing it, she says.
3: (laughs) Yeah. You don't always get the feedback you want every day from. Girls, come on. <laughs> We're nightmares as kids sometimes.
4: Well, and, and you know, they are they are demanding girls, right? They live they live full on. Um but that's okay. You you want that fire. Like that that will serve them in life. So yeah. There's no doubt.
1: Yeah. They live unapologetically.
4: Yeah. Which is how you brought them up. Like right? that's you got what you wanted. Yeah. Good news, bad news, <laughs> 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 but saying you know—it's it's beautiful to see, beautiful to watch. She's very proud of them.
1: Good,
4: yeah, I'm proud of you as a mom for sure. Where's the music in your life?
1: Your daughter. Well, Katie, <laughs> Katie. Well, I mean, both of my girls are are. Are into the arts. But it's funny you would say that though, because one of the things that I've always struggled with is I feel like I don't have that connection to music like most people do.
4: So, where is the music in your life? Is it Katie? Is she, is she some? Is, is she one of the daughters that has a, a strong connection to music, or plays, or sings, or dances, plays. or something? Okay. What does she play?
1: Uh, well, no, she writes plays. Oh, mercy! Yeah.
4: <laughs> okay. And my okay.
1: older daughter danced.
4: Okay, great. Um, so this is my. Uh, this, okay. So this is. You are drawn to music but you don't instigate it yourself because music hits the emotional field and you are not fully developed in your emotional field. So you're like, it kind of like hits you and bounces off you because you won't let it in because your emotional field is sheltered. Does this make sense? It does. And so she is showing you, the reason she's pointing to the music is because you can see how the music supports your girls in their expression. Correct. Yes, and their play, and their fun, and their creativity, and their full engagement in life. Right, they live unapologetically. Your words, and she's saying, once you start your, once you are committed to your healing path, right, and and we talked about how you you are a smarty pants and you go all in wherever you go, so whichever path of healing that you activate, music will be a component that supports. So be curious and try different from classical to whatever, right? You know, different, whether it's like the uh, sound baths or, you know, punk rock or like, I don't care, <laughs> <You know? laughs> but let it all support your healing experience. Like let it be part of your journey. Okay. And um, that's what she's talking about because it's going to fill out some of those places that were constrained gonna be amazing
3: yeah, yeah. wow <laughs> I, you your antennas were certainly up yeah i was kidding in the intro when i said get your mediumship antennas up and i think that they were like literally hitting the sky <laughs> <laughs> Whew. i'm exhausted you you all must be exhausted yeah. it wasn't my reading i'm just going go whoa tears The whole thing. High. facial expressions <laughs> holy crap <laughs> Uh,
4: so, Angie, thank you, thank you for Ew. your trust, thank you for listening. Um, you know, as these things unfold, if um, you know, if you need a, a closing conversation or a continuing conversation, please let me know. It's a lot, and then uh, just promise me that you'll do some research both on EMDA, DMDR, which is eye movement. Recovery desensitization—I can't remember exactly what it's called, but the, or what it stands for. But CMDR. Also, there's a there's a trauma recovery system called ART, um, which can also be uh, very effective as well. And so, I can send you a resource on that. And she may she's—I know she usually operates at a capacity, so she may make a referral. But um, you know, we we need to get you some support so that you can live even more fully. In the most extraordinary way and and with your mom's help
1: i appreciate you so much
4: Mm, thank you thank you for playing (laughs) i love you rieger
3: i love you too sweetheart i'm so glad that you could join us today i mean i yeah wow okay i uh our school is hard
4: Without our loved ones.
3: <laughs> Without our loved ones. I Any mean, really. Side. And I, yeah. I, I love that your mom is so attuned and knows exactly. And that's what I, I just to know she's with you and around you and she knows the ins and outs and she's here because that's so press, So, such a practical mom thing to like give you these instructional things and to be so um, open and truthful with you in order for you two to move on. So, um, yeah. bravo, mom.
1: Thank you, mom.
3: That is not easy stuff to do. And yeah, bravo, mom. And bravo, my witchy poo, Mm -hmm. you are extraordinary and exquisite and amazing. And I love you. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I so thanks, everybody. I hope that you got something out of this. Everybody, you know, you don't listen without, I think, having something hit home for you. And so hopefully this was a great experience for our listeners to them to consider where they are on their journey by listening to yours. And thank you for being so vulnerable, Ange, And and um, Brenda again. Mm. And again, our school is hard without our loved ones. Thanks everybody for tuning in. And we will see you next week. Bye, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye.
4: So thanks for listening, everybody. I think what's most important to understand As Angie received this message from her mom, a very clear message, a message she wasn't anticipating, but a message that her mom decided she needed to get through to her daughter in order to take care of her in order to give her information that she needed so that she could move forward in her life in the most fully charged way, to live with an open heart again. Angie is someone who is uh, technically trained as an accountant. like She really uh, likes the fact, she operates on that, and she needed information that she didn't have, so couldn't complete her grieving, couldn't complete her healing process, Without And now that she has that, from a very brave and nurturing mom, a mom who couldn't envision how she was going to stay on the planet and survive mentally and physically without being able to move. She didn't have her physical capability to move. And so she, being a nurse, having information, knowing what her future was, decided she could not live like that. And so she chose freedom in a different way than most of us consider freedom
3: which just to actually bring this back and I think we've talked about this before with my friend Dr. Cindy Ray is when Cindy was in the, um she's she's a pulmonologist in in for a hospital in Detroit and she had pulled over to help somebody on the road on her day to work on her way to work one day and she was hit by an, an oncoming car when she was trying to help the folks that were pulled over and her body and her brain were so scrambled that she probably technically could have still could be alive, but it's not the life that she wanted to lead. So she tapped out.
4: Yeah. This she is, tapped
3: out. Can't blame her.
4: Right. And there are many spiritual traditions that would say all death is suicide. We all choose the way that we're going to exit this earth plan, this earth school, right? How we right. graduate. <laughs> so um so anyhow, I just hope you'll have compassion and just take the, in consideration of you know one mom's way of caring for her beloved daughter
3: and loving her hard
4: to mm-hmm, do that yeah.
3: so way to go mom
4: and and i think it's also important that people understand that angie felt very loved by this she was not traumatized by it um she's she's very grateful for her mom coming through in this way
3: she indeed is i have of course have spoken to her since we recorded so yeah she okay. is processing through things. and but she needs this was her beginning is actually you and made a comment about being able to finish grieving. This is her beginning of grieving, right. So this is like full on and uh, and very brave. And I want to thank uh, Angie for doing this and actually allowing us to air this because we gave her the option not to. right? It's, it, these can be so deeply personal. In fact, we give everyone the option to say no,
4: right.
3: And she wanted to make sure that she was able, to perhaps help somebody else. That's why she did it. She agreed, actually, for all of you guys, people she's never met.
4: So generous.
3: Well, actually, she's probably met a few of you, but whatever,
4: <laughs> um, but- We know sure. you all hang out together.
3: <laughs> it, 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 we do, we do. But she did it as in service to you. So um, while you are shocked, as we were, at the at the information, please know that she knew that somebody out there needed this too.
4: Thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, Ursula is hard
3: without the other side, slash moms. Thanks, everybody.
4: Thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining us, everyone. And a special thanks to our producer, Alejandra Arevalo, and our executive producer, Maya Cole Howard, who guides us while we guide you.
3: Hit us up on Instagram at Other side Guides, or shoot us a note at Guides at iHeartRadio.com and you can even call us at 833-22-GUIDE to leave us a message. We
4: want to know what you think, we want to know what you know,
3: and we want to hear your stories. And remember, Earth School is Hard without the other side. Insider's Guide to the Other Side is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working... The HVAC is humming and his facility shines with Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces. Plus 24 seven customer support. His venue never misses a beat. Call quickgrainger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done. A new season of Bridgerton is here.